What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Bipolar Beats Beats podcast. Um, today, we're going to continue from yesterday. I'm going to talk about uh, my second year going in to deal with medical professionals. As I stated yesterday, my first, uh, the first person that I spoke to was kind of in a private manner, um, and she told me basically I had PTSD. And I talk about in the la- that living with that and dealing with that and trying to defeat that in the last episode. And uh, this episode, I want to talk about where I went from there. So as a continue, as continuing from yesterday, you know, I'd gone a year trying to defeat PTSD with pure willpower, just changing my life, changing everything in it, making sure that every day I didn't fall back into the same bad habits of sitting around, being depressed, playing video games, you know, wasting my time watching YouTube videos and I don't know, just whatever the fuck you waste your time with when you do, when you play video games and, and you're sad or depressed or whatever. Um, it's, it's easy guys to, to latch on to anything that's entertaining, anything that takes your mind out of it. And, and that stuff can consume you. So, you know, you definitely with the willpower that I had in, in that year trying to do stuff, I was more motivated than ever to continue my journey and look for answers. So in doing that, um, after a year, those panic attacks had started, like I said, and I told my wife, I need to see someone new. So again, I made my appointment. I made an appointment with somebody finally at a a facility that, that offers this kind of mental health care, well-being stuff. And guys, I, I didn't know that this stuff existed. You know, first of all, I didn't know that that you could get this stuff, uh, PTSD or anything from anywhere other than the military, as I stated in the other story. So I didn't even know that you could just call a random place in your city and get set up to get help. And, and you can. There are tons of numbers out there. There are tons of people dedicated to just helping people who have problems, who have mental issues, whether it be stress, anxiety, PTSD, bipolar disorder, um, anything you can think of, uh, addiction treatment, you know, they have something for it. And that's really fucking crazy to me because I'd never seen it. I'd never dealt with it. I'd never used it. So I sign up for an appointment with medical professional number two. Um, I go to this appointment and right off the rip, it is just super fucking awkward. This guy makes me feel like the biggest piece of shit in the world. And it was very blatant. So the guy to start out was just weird in general. He couldn't, he couldn't look at me and have a conversation. And when he did look at me, he would squint at me as if he was like, trying to figure out if I was really there or something. I don't know. Maybe he was taking drugs when I wasn't looking. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what his problem was, but he was weird. It was just weird. So he can't have a conversation. He doesn't really look at me to my face, which I think personally, if you're trying to help somebody communicate with them and talk to them and communication is key, you have to have eye contact. You can't just, this guy would stare at the wall. It it, it was just super creepy. So that freaked me out right off the rip. I go in and I'm trying to express to this guy what's happening to me, how I'm having these panic attacks. And he wants to go into the history of everything, you know, and wants to start from the beginning. So I try to express to him, you know, I have these loss of control dreams. I have 
these dreams where I'm losing my family. Um, I tell him that this previous lady had diagnosed me with PTSD. He looks right at me and basically says, why well, doubt that you have PTSD? And I'm just like, okay, I, after 20 minutes, I guess you can doubt that. So, and, and here guys, I'm not a medical professional. I've never gone to school for any of this. So I was confused. I was like, wow, you guys, you, you just figured that out in 20 minutes. It's super impressive. You must be some sort of health guru, but I'm not to argue there. I'm not there to argue. And I was trying to keep an open mind. It's extremely important to keep an open mind when you're dealing with medical professionals, because again, you're not going to meet people who are going to want to help you. You're going to meet people that think you're just there to hit on drugs, which I think that this gentleman believed. And I'll tell you why in a second. Um, you're going to meet people that don't understand you. I, I personally believe you're going to meet people who are unexperienced with certain things. So there's that too. Now, so this guy, and I start to tell him what's happening. And he looks, I swear to God, the first session we were together, he looks right at me and he goes, well, you just seem like a bit of an over-exaggerator. <laughs> like, that's what this guy said. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, really? I go, I don't, I don't know how you could put, I put a gun in my mouth and tried to pull the trigger as an exaggeration. There's not, there's not much more I could exaggerate past that point. I tried to kill myself. You know, I had these issues. Um, I had to deal with these issues and all this crap. And so I was very honest with the guy and he still, again, he looked at me like I was some sort of fucking drug addict trying to score drugs. And I'll tell you why in a few minutes, but, but it, it was just, it was fucking awkward, man. Like to tell somebody your problems and to have him look at you and belittle them and tell you, well, I don't really think that you have to deal with that. And I think you're just exaggerating. And I think, you know, you're just making stuff up or, or that you're not very focused. And, and, it, and it was true. I'm not very focused that everybody knows that, but, or my mind jumps to many things, I guess at once, but that's not, that has nothing to do with how I was feeling, how I was expressing myself to this stranger to try to get help. And I told him, I said, this lady told me to seek medical help to get some sort of medication for PTSD. And I said to him, I don't know what you guys offer, what you have, I said, I'm not really interested in pills, you know, I'm not really interested in taking stuff. I'm not really interested in, in getting addicted to anything. I, I don't, I, I'd known some people who were taking pills for anxiety and, and I'd looked up what they were taking and they had described it to me and, and it was practically, you know, it was, it was practically an addictive like Percocet type pill. And I'm not saying that it was Percocet. I don't know what these pills did. I don't keep the names of them. I don't care. I don't like them. Um, this guy, you know, this guy was extremely rude, extremely disrespectful when all I was trying to do was keep an open mind and ask for help. Uh, he looked, like I said, he looked right at me and told me I, I was making things up that it didn't seem like whatever. And so right off the rip with this guy, after a year of trying to battle all this and having these weird panic attacks and, and then going to see this man, I was extremely taken aback. I didn't want to deal with him anymore. So I went to my first session and I spoke to him about stuff. And at the end of the session, you know, he goes, he goes, Hey, I know you were, you know, you're smoking marijuana, so I really can't do anything for you. He says, I need you to be clean for an entire year 
before I can help you with anything. And I was like, really? That's news to me. A whole year to detox from weed just so I can get help. And uh, I said, okay, I I can try that. And so that day I went home and uh, I threw out all my weed. And I gave it all up and I wanted to try and I wanted to see what would happen. So instantly, you know, uh, I'd been dealing with the PTSD stuff, you know, and the nightmares by smoking a little bit every day, keeping the edge off and sleeping. And the weed takes away dreams for me. And so I'd been doing that and I tossed this shit out and instantly my nightmares come back like stress nightmares. I'm waking up in the middle of the night soaked in sweat. My shirt is drenched just crazy anxiety. And to be honest, guys, when I'd like to say that there was some crazy stressor in my life, but there wasn't, there was nothing, you know, at this point in my life, I'm sitting around, I'm, I'm trying to create my own company with my wife. I'm trying to start my own company. I'm trying to start running things. I'm trying to hustle, you know, get work done. Um, And I had a great thing going. My life was awesome. My kids were awesome. My wife's being fully supportive. I'm a stay-at-home mom at this point, you know, trying to build this business while I educate and learn about things I've never done. And so I don't feel that I should have had this anxiety. I don't feel that this stress should have affected me in the manner that it was. And so I do what this gentleman says. He says, you got to stop smoking weed, buddy. Said, okay, that's fine with me. I'm not interested, anyways. That's fine. But the nightmares come back. So I go back to him for like our second session, right? And again, it's super awkward. He's just a weird motherfucker. Like, and I mean, again, I don't, I'm not trying to judge or be a dick, but it was weird. It was super awkward. And I've been in some weird situations, but this guy made me feel extremely uncomfortable. And so. So we go through our session and again, he's kind of the same way. He just types on his little notebook, but he doesn't really say anything. He doesn't offer any kind of advice. And we get all the way through the session. And at the end of the session, I said, doc, I go, my nightmares are back. I can't sleep. I'm getting stressed out. It's making me tired throughout the day. What should I do? And he looks right at me and he says, start a dream journal. Yes. That's what this guy said, start a dream journal. And he believed that maybe the dream journal would stop my panic attacks. Maybe I have no idea. Either way, I could not handle it. I fucking was like, yo, dude, what are you talking about? A dream journal. That's freaking insane. And so I left there feeling again, dissatisfied and And I had this cat telling me to make a dream journal, which was crazy because my dreams were so easy to remember every day I'd get up and I'm like, man, I was at the mall and I couldn't find my family today. That's it. There's nothing crazy fancy about it. There's nothing to forget. It was just stressors. 